All right, all right, all right. Good. All How right, miniature episode right here while we test. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, been kind of busy this week, but 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 doing good. How, how are you? Ben? Are you a crypto millionaire yet? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> cryptos, I don't know. I get... I get uh, anxious when the when Bitcoin pumps, yeah, and uh, and that's what it's been doing. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just I've, it's just you see the entire uh, crypto Twitter go crazy and get all stoked on on everything, and I don't feel that way, and it just makes me annoyed. So, yeah, yeah, there's and, something and about. Yeah. There's something about the blind excitement that really unnerves me. And it's kind of like I, I could never really be part of certain like cliques when I was a kid just because, you know, they'd all like half the kids would laugh at a joke that they didn't think was funny just because they were following along and they wanted to be cool. And I, and I never, and I always just kind of was like, God, it's so, I don't like, it's embarrassing. Especially in Twitter, especially yeah. in crypto Twitter, because everyone's trying to build some persona and, and get followers. And it's even quantifiable yeah. now in the sense that like, you have a little number that says how many people are paying attention to you. Yeah. So if you know that, like, all you need to do is say, hey, let's pump this shit to, you know, three Thirty three hundred thousand or whatever, and then then you know you're guaranteed a certain number of likes. Yeah, it's pretty watered down. And and to pretty, see uh, diluted, and to see Elon Musk do it, it's just like it's just so embarrassing. I was talking to uh, I was talking to Noah today, and um, he he, I, he was saying, "What should I what should I write about in my blog?" And I was like, "Well, you haven't talked about crypto in a while." There's you know your last time we talked about crypto, you talked about Bitcoin, but you know you would probably be interested in Ethereum and DeFi stuff at least conceptually. And he was like, "Yeah, I, I should write about crypto." And then I had to remind him that like the other reason that a bunch of people in crypto like Noah is because when Noah talks about Bitcoin, it's like legitimizing it in some way. Yeah. Because we're always we always have to deal with the fact that it's embarrassing as fuck to like say that you're interested in crypto because there's the most embarrassing, the cringiest people are talking about it. Like Elon Musk is saying cringy stuff about Dogecoin and Bitcoin and it's embarrassing. And it's embarrassing those when memes the leaders about chicks like bending over and getting fucked oh, yeah, in the it's, bad. it's like what the fuck, I mean, man? It's like definition tox toxicity. Yeah. And uh, and then like when when the people that are being looked up to in your space are, I mean Michael Saylor, I was listening to an interview and he said, you know, the, the problem is is I just have too much stuff, you know, and like, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm trying to do something that involves less stuff, and Bitcoin is kind of like that for me right now. <laughs> oh God! I mean, he's like, <laughs> like, like I couldn't believe he actually said that, but. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, when when the people that that are being looked up to in the space are are Michael Saylor and and Elon Musk, oh yeah, everyone goes crazy when Elon Musk, you know, tweets tweets some garbage meme with this profane. Yeah, and I wonder if he's just feeling. 
depressed and shitty about his life. And so he's like, and this is a quick dopamine hit of attention. Because they, they, they seem very sporadic and kind of happen usually in the middle of the night. Yeah, it seems like he's either high or just lonely. He's like, let me, <laughs> let me like, let me go play with some of those, tw- tw- you know, crypto Twitter idiots. Yeah, they at least give me some attention whenever I want it. <laughs> oh man, and it's just like I mean, the 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 shift of like this. I don't know if it's just a meme or whatever, but like, did you have you heard like? everyone's going to Miami or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Everyone's checking out Miami to buying stuff in Miami and moving to Miami. And it's just like, you guys, oh, yeah. it's already underwater half of the year. Uh, it's already like two, two feet deep of water. What, what do you, what are you so, going to do? Like, so are you talking about like the exodus from the Bay area and other cities? Like, Oh, let's go to, go to Florida and Austin and Miami. Is that what you're talking about? I guess. Yeah. I have just been, uh-huh. I've been hearing the VCs talking about Miami. I'm just like, okay. Um, you realize it's going to be completely underwater in about 10 years, right? Well, right now there's like, it's a hot topic is this exodus from Silicon Valley and where, where everyone's going to go, where all these VCs are packing up to. I mean, it's, it's like there's there's dumb blogs about it in write-ups. People talking about how Austin is going to be the next Silicon Valley, or 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 uh, yeah, or or yeah, these places, um, which I think is kind of a a weird thing to get all excited about. Like you're going to go build another Silicon Valley in Miami, which Miami is not a good place to move to, no. and Austin. I mean, I don't know. And this is everyone is. I always, I just thought everyone was supposed to be moving uh, remotely. I thought we were supposed to spread out, yeah. not just go infect another place. <laughs> well, and also it's like but, you're picking a city that's already completely overcrowded and has some of the worst traffic in America right now. The traffic I can is only imagine. so bad in that in that. I can city. only imagine. They spent the last like three years trying to build out a, a ton more freeways and this and that in Austin just because it's so overcrowded and they don't have the infrastructure to handle it. They don't have any mass transit outside of shuttle buses. They say they want to, they want to build um, some kind of trains or something like that, but they don't have anything yet. And so if there's going to be like a mass exodus to Austin, I guess that's not the right word. It's not exodus. It's, What's the opposite of Exodus? It's, an, um, um, it's a migration, I guess. It's yeah, a, a mass migration to to, to, mm-hmm. to Austin. It's gonna be like, it, I don't it's just think, the rich people. Yeah, and I think that's what's frustrating is, and what, and I think some people in Austin know it just because housing prices are are expensive in Austin. But I think a lot of people, I don't think I think people in towns that haven't experienced it yet think it's cool to have these rich people move there, but they don't realize that those are the people who destroy cities. Like those are the people who destroyed New York. New York's kind of like a dead town now. Is it? I don't yeah. know. I haven't well, been I mean, in a long have, time. You have COVID has probably destroyed it. No, I mean like that was, that's, that's, I mean, that's a one year thing, but like, no, for the last 10 years, it's been a place where artists can't afford to live anymore. Uh, right. So the only yeah, people, yeah. and so you have these brand new buildings that go up, and they're all like they're only ten percent full, 
of people. Uh-huh. And so all the business, all the small business owners who who opened up businesses below it thinking it was going to be packed, there's nobody there. They're all sold. Nobody lives in any of them. And they're like these ghost buildings that that China, you know, China has their ghost cities and New York has some ghost buildings. And it's just like, I don't know. I mean, I don't I just hmm. I don't have a problem with people being rich. I have a problem with people being rich and insecure <laughs> and doing stuff like, you know, let's move to a new city. And because because maybe because maybe if I run away from my old city, I'll, I'll be a different person. And it's like, no, dude, it doesn't doesn't change. Hmm. You're still a loser, or you're still an asshole, or let's see. So it's uh it's December twenty second today, and we just found out that stuff about uh, XRP or Ripple, which is <laughs> and this is actually pretty interesting. So so it turns out that that XRP, uh, the coin made by Ripple Labs or whatever, uh, <laughs> yeah. could is is possibly going to be considered a security by the SEC. But this is in a document that was released by Ripple. Like Ripple put out this thing and said it's possible that the SEC is is going to call us. So this is weird, Michael. I I don't get this. The SEC hasn't said anything. There there's no they're not being sued. There's no lawsuit. There's no um there's no allegations. There's nothing. It's just a document that Ripple put out, right? Am I wrong? I thought that's I, all it was. I thought I thought today they did say they were Hold on, let me go to my computer cuz now I'm I was going over it all today and and every single article says SEC is suing Ripple. Okay. This this reminds me of one of those crypto news events where everyone talks about something that's going to happen and it turns out that it's completely bullshit and <laughs> you know like like what, what, like SEC hearing or whatever that's supposed to take place on October 23rd that everyone talked about like last year. Um, so I don't know. These rumors fly in crypto, man. Like, I'm like, so we, we should get to the bottom of this before we start talking about it. Like it's a thing. So here's CoinDesk. CoinDesk says MoneyGram takes wait and see approach as SEC sues partner Ripple. Okay, I don't trust that at all. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, did the SEC actually sue Ripple? The SEC alleged in a case filed Tuesday that Ripple used XRP, the cryptocurrency two two of its founders created, to conduct an ongoing 1.3 billion sale of unregistered securities. So, yeah, they filed it today. SEC okay, is officially so officially suing them. Okay, so they filed a thing today that they're going to sue them. Okay, well, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. And that's why it's dropped <laughs> um, how much today? Hold on, let me find it. Uh, I'm surprised it. I mean, it's been dropping for a while, I think. It's probably dropped another 10% today, but I'm, I'm, that's that's not good. So, I don't know what they're going to do because... So so here's the other thing about... Hold on really fast. December, December... Oh, so November... Just before December, it hit over 80 cents, and now it's down to 36 cents. So just last week, or maybe it was this weekend or something, but Ripple published their huge white paper documents for their Flare network, which is basically just a big smart contract DeFi network. Yeah. And I was surprised to see that because I thought that Ripple being one of the original sort of altcoins, that they'd be a little more creative in 
their approach to scaling and expanding because that those documents that said all the you know all the DeFi elements that they're going to have on the Flare network were like taken straight from all the Ethereum DeFi projects. Like, like couldn't no no creativity in there at all. Just the exact same things, just Ripple branded. Well, um, I mean, and isn't yeah. isn't Jed McCaleb the brains behind the XRP? And then he, when he moved to XLM, there's not really much left going on at XRP, and they're just they're the new Tron at that point, right? They just they really are. But I copy paste. I was thinking like I was thinking the fact that they're like the number three crypto. They've been around for a long time. Like the uh, Brad Garlinghouse or whatever his name is, like. I don't know. For some reason, I wanted to give them a little bit of credit. Maybe because there's so many people in the crypto space, especially on Twitter, that call XRP garbage. Um, so I'm thinking, like, oh, maybe it's not really garbage. Maybe there's some use for it. Maybe some banks will use it. But I think <laughs> I might be wrong. I think it might just be garbage. Yeah, uh, I think. Which I think... makes cute crypto even more confusing because uh, depending on your bubble, the thing that everyone is saying might actually be true. Yeah. So Did I careful. tell you what happened? I make was sure, shooting this. Make sure your oh, bubble's shit. really wide. Yeah. I was shooting because this commercial. Because I think there's probably more. Yeah. I was shooting this commercial three years ago. And mm-hmm. one of the uh, uh, like executive producers or whatever, he was were talking and he's like, oh, yeah, have you heard of this thing called Ripple? And this was when Ripple had gone down from it. It had, it had officially peaked about three weeks earlier and it was going down and he, and I was like, uh, it looks like it's, it looks like it's run its course, man. You should probably sell. And he's like, Oh no, no, no. I, you know, I got in at the top, but I, I think it's going to go even higher. I was like, I got in at the top. Dude. <laughs> and he's talking about like CN, or CNBC and all that got him into it. And I was like, uh-huh. bro, you should really, you, if you obviously, ha- you're obviously not in the space and you're getting yeah, advice no. from CNBC you don't understand market cycles. You don't understand pumps. You don't understand any of this stuff. You need to sell and take the loss. And I yeah. can see, like, you know, he's some like 28, 30 year old guy and he's got a wife and kid and he probably put like five mm-hmm. or 10 grand in there or something like that. I'm just like, oh no, he's going to fucking lose yeah. all of it. There's still an Uber driver out there <laughs> telling everybody who gets into his car to buy Ripple. Well, what I don't understand is like, so. So, you know, everyone in my bubble will call XRP garbage, but there must be a lot of people who actually do swear by it. There must be a lot of like XRP fans. They just don't follow any of them. I don't think so. Um, you don't think there are? I mean, there, there must be. There must be like the XRP crazy people. Like, I, I think there's, I I think there there's be a lot some, but I don't think there's a lot. Because otherwise, how could, they, how could they be such a big project and such Lots. a... Yeah, you think so? Maybe it is, yeah. and maybe those bots just sort of run the run the little cult. And, yeah. Uh, that. All right then. So we've got that's uh, that's the keyword crypto take on on Ripple. It's, <laughs> it's a bunch of bots and billions and billions of dollars, and and then like one or two figureheads that will talk about it as if it's a real thing. I uh, mean, yeah. when you look at Brad Gerlinghouse, that that guy looks. Like he was, like he went to finish. He looks like school. he's empty, empty inside. Yeah, I mean, he, he, it looks yeah. like he went to finishing school at Goldman Sachs. I mean, like just he was born 
came straight out of the womb in a three-piece suit and went straight to Goldman Sachs. I mean, he just looks yeah. kind of scummy. He's got that. He's, he's, like, he's got that, that like smarmy smile. It's like Nye. he's got that. He's got yeah. that fucking uh, Martin Shkreli smile, where it's just like he's got, it's not hitting his eyes. There's nothing going on in the eyes. It's, just, it's all all in the oh, mouth. Man. It's just like, oh, dude. He's d- definitely fin fin fintech bro. Yeah. Um, fintech. Oh. I bet he owns a w- bunch of Wu Tang albums too. You know what's funny is all these are the people who say, uh, yeah, you know, San Francisco's dead. We're all leaving. And all the people who made San Francisco amazing are like, good. Get the fuck out of here. You're ruining it. Yeah. And you've been ruining it for the last 20 years. We don't want you here. We never wanted you here. Yeah. Well, the thing that bothers me about people saying like, yeah, we're leaving San Francisco. It's a shithole. It's like, so you're abandoning it. Really? Yeah. The city that you lived in, that you brought so much value to, apparently, when you were here, it's just, yeah, you're just, you're just going to abandon it with, with all the drug abuse and, and homelessness and, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. They pretty much created. Yeah. Yeah. I won't disagree with that. They, people moved in, they bought a property. They made it really expensive, and and I, I I wish there was another way that I could, I, I wish there was another way that I could frame that and not say oh it was really their fault, but it was it it kind of was it's was just a bunch of landlords and 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 uh, and housing housing developers you know, yeah. and of course it doesn't help that we had a you know uh, like a drug epidemic in this country. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but not everyone on the street is drug addict. There's a lot of them and it's very, very, it's, it's very, very in your face in San Francisco. Um, you know, you'll see needles out on the street. You'll see people who, you know, it's, it's a sad, it's a sad thing. Yeah. So, so now all of those people, of people New York yeah. in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I never went to New York in the eighties and nineties, but it kind of does get, I do get that vibe from, from movies where it's just like, Everything is like the, the danger feels very, oh, there, there's a threat in the, in the city. You can feel the desperation and, and like it, yeah. it doesn't feel safe. And yeah. 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 Just All right. Well, we just uh, wanted to come in. We wanted to come in and do a quick uh, little take to lift your spirits a little bit. Um, <laughs> so you talk about drug addicts in, in San Francisco. Drug addicts. A crumbling and town. Ripple crashing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the good news is, is that Bitcoin is going up. As you, as you, we all expected. Be- why? Because, because Wall Street companies are making it go up. Really, that's the reason. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious when these companies, when these uh, houses are gonna uh, sell. I mean, when is MicroStrategy gonna be like? Ah, I think we're done. I think that he said that 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 guy said that they were gonna hold it for a hundred years, which I think is a bunch of bullshit. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I if I heard my the guy investing my money say that I would pull my money out. Yeah. Because oh, and by the way, somebody... if you're if you're new, if you're new to crypto, um, uh, a bunch of rich guys saying that they're buying Bitcoin because they believe it's going to be worth a whole lot more in the future does not mean it's going to go up. In fact, pe- rich people have been doing that for a really long time, all throughout uh, 2018 and 2019. Rich people like. Uh, uh, what's what are some of those those hedge fund guys that came in in like 2018 
that you know or it came in at the top in 2017 um, yeah yeah even all, just all recently with the with Sun from uh, Japan, that guy who <laughs> ended up losing like hundreds of millions of dollars oh, yeah. because he bought at fourteen thousand, yeah. and like, it went back down to nine, and he sold and he lost yeah. he lost a ton of money and yeah, and yeah totally to like someone 4, like like uh, Mike Novogratz is gonna say oh don't just because someone like Mike <laughs> Novogratz who I, like it's just a hedge fund yeah. dude but these billionaires the they. They say the price is going to go up, and it, and it probably will, but uh, it could crash any minute. Just because uh, Grayscale is buying up all the Bitcoin does not mean it's going to go up. And then overcharging for it. That's a crazy... Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's a scam right there. How do people fall for that? They're, they're charging twice as much for to, to, to get into it, and then they turn around and take the difference and buy more Bitcoin with it. And it's just like that that's, that's, is that's, crazy. That's a perfect scam. I don't understand. Like, I, I should just start going to people and say, "I'll hold on to your Bitcoin for me, uh, for you, and I'll guarantee it or something like somehow." And yeah, say just I'm, give me thirty thousand for one Bitcoin, and I'll buy you, and I'll buy you Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> and just take that's the difference and buy more Bitcoin for myself. <laughs> it so I like, feel like. I feel like we're irrationally hard on Bitcoin on this show. Like every single day, every single episode, we rail against it. We like, I mean, well, that's not yeah, Bitcoin's the reason, fault. Oh, like, oh, I know, no, I, I mean, but I mean, we're like, talking shit is I'm, Bitcoin's fault. Well, I feel like when people listen to the show, they just hear us. They, I don't, I don't, you know, people listen to us and they're like, oh, those guys just love hating on crypto. They love hating on Bitcoin. It's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, but okay, we've been here for like two years trying to find the answers to why Bitcoin works well, why crypto is a good space. And we just keep on finding more reasons why it's ass backwards awful. and, and it's, it's terrible. Toxic. Like I, I'm serious. Like I, I want to find, I want to find the, the good stuff. Um, and instead I find grayscale, which a lot of Bitcoin people think is a really bullish thing that this company is buying up all the Bitcoin in the world, but they're, turning around and selling it for 50% more to the next dumb person who will come and buy it, come around and buy it. That, and that's, that is literally, a, that's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> that's, yeah, you, I don't know. It's, you have to it's not really a, a pyramid scheme. It's, 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 um, it's, what, are, what do you call it? It's, um, it's the, 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 the next loser. It's, uh, uh, you you got to find the, the, uh, yeah, but greater fool is what it is. It's 100% well, greater fool. Here's the thing. We don't know what exactly they're doing. What they could be doing, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They, I, somebody out there probably knows. And so if you know the answer, you know, scream and yell at me at tw- on Twitter. They could easily be buying it and then selling it for more to their clients and then like waiting for the price to crash buying it back from them selling it more to their clients and and in, <laughs> in my mind i i have i mean i the first thing i i wonder is what's that word um for if somebody's investing on your behalf they have to put your interests ahead of theirs i forget there's a term for it 
and yeah i know what you're talking about but i don't know what it's called oh i'm blanking on it and um and i'm wondering very scale is that type of of investment company or if they're allowed to put their own interests ahead of their their clients it's it's a tough one i don't exactly know what that law means because it seems like there's a lot of gray area in there like well, what's good for me is also good for you, you know, <laughs> but it must mean something very specific. Yeah. Like, so. yeah, you, you, you can't trade against your clients ever. Oh, if I you see. Get caught, I see yeah. If you get caught trading against your client, you're, you're disbarred. You can go yeah. to jail. Um, yeah, that so, makes sense. Because that's what a lot of the banks were doing in, on Wall Street during the, the Great Recession is they were taking stuff that they had bought. They knew it was going to shit. They turned around, told their clients it was AAA, and sold it to them, even though they knew it was garbage, because they wanted to get it off their books. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I gotta get going. So, uh, but thank thanks for tuning into this short episode where we just yeah. check in to say hey and merry merry Christmas, merry Christmas in the crypto <laughs> space. Mer- Hope y'all get merry Christmas. <laughs> I hope is, you don't lose Christmas all your money coin? XRP. <laughs> there, there must be a Christmas coin. There's a Jesus coin. So I wonder if it still I hope exists. You all get, I hope you all get Jesus coin in your stockings this year. <laughs> a Hanukkah coin. Is there a, a oh Jesus coin could also be a, a, a Hanukkah coin, I guess. Yeah. Um, he was Jewish. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Michael, you want to hit stop? Sure.